atheism is a rejection of God claims. This ought to end all debate. It would if this was all atheism is. It is not. This way of describing atheism as the rejection of God claims is not the original definition. The 1958 Webster's Dictionary defines atheism as without God or the belief that there is no God. This version of the term is a positive affirmation of a negative and requires a defense. Hence this position was quickly abandoned by atheists. Atheists learned they occupied a non-defensible position. The modern position that atheism is a rejection of everything Christian claim reflects the true state of affairs. All atheists can do is simply reject any positive position taken by a Christian regarding God as most learned as young children, it is possible to say no to everything said by the other person and win the argument that way. After claiming Christians' arguments for God do not meet their standard of proof, atheists demand the existence of God be proven using the mythologies created to exclude God. The methods natural science uses test observations to see if they match what is found in physical reality. Atheists require proofs of God be provided using preconditions that logically exclude God. Such a ploy is similar to hiding a coin while restricting the search area to exclude the spot where the coin is hid. Like children, their glee has no bounds when a proof cannot be established using the condition designed to make such proofs impossible. This politicalization of what ought to be a philosophical discussion makes it obvious that more is going on here than academic doubt. Scientists do not say they reject all Oort cloud claims. If the evidence for Oort clouds is being dismissed, such language is not part of normal discourse. It's political posturing. Atheists claim there's no evidence for God, but what do they mean? Are they suggesting the evidence Christians have has been invalidated because it's held by Christians? They will not say what a viable evidence would be. However, what atheists criticize is that we cannot make God produce physical events in a controllable and observable way. The atheist rejection of God is more about their rejection of the role of servant than about the evaluation of evidence. That God cannot be made to respond as a physical construct can might be excused by the fact that God is not physical. Sentient beings cannot be made to produce responses in a predictable way. This goes for human beings, and even animals as well as for God. Life is not predictable. The claim there is no physical evidence for God means God does not act as the non-sentient objects do. The statement there is no evidence is based on the observation there is no evidence that God is a non-living object. Atheists tell us they do not need God to be good. This is true in an irrational sense. If there's no God, then there's no good or bad. So good becomes a meaningless term. For an atheist to say they are good is similar to saying they are wobbles. It means nothing. We cannot say they are not good because good becomes anything atheists say it is. We can only be good with God because God defines good. God creates an objective standard for good. If there's no standard measurement for a foot, we can say any length is a foot without a precise meaning a foot is any length one wishes it to be and without God anything is good 
and atheists are therefore good by definition. Atheists tell us they believe in science, except they will also say they do not believe in anything. Atheists claim they know in an absolute sense as God knows. But what is true to an atheist? They do not believe in anything, so what do they believe truth is? Scientists will never say something is proved, yet atheists believe in the findings of science absolutely. The truths of natural science are always changing, yet atheists always trust them unreservedly, or so they suggest. Empirical truths are contingent and subject to modification. This is why scientists will never say anything is a fact, yet atheists believe these truths are totally reliable. How many times do the truths of science change? The truths of science are relative. This means atheists believe in truths that are by definition only partially true. However, atheists know these truths are to be taken on faith without question. The faith atheists have in science is because science has laws. Natural laws tell us when the sun will come up. Natural law tells us how things came to be. Science is founded on what philosophers call inductive reasoning. Scientists look at a set of observations and make assumptions based on these observations. They make predictions. These predictions are never certain. It is not empirically sound to have faith in the predictions of science because these predictions are always contingent. No prediction is 100% certain. So where does the trust atheists have in science come from? Atheists claim Christians have no foundation for what they believe. What do they mean by this? Christians assume God exists. That is one assumption. Atheists may think this is a dubious foundation, but by their own arguments, not only do atheists not have a foundation for what they assume, they specifically reject the possibility of a logical foundation. The atheist base his or her position on observation. They cannot prove what they observe is valid. Atheists cannot prove observation provides verifiable information that is not based on circular reasoning. Observation is not a valid basis on which to build a world view founded on observation. If everything emerged because of a Big Bang or other natural event, we are nothing but a natural event created by contingent law. If reality is physical, we have no idea what mind is. The brain is a soft mush of electrical impulses. Am I to trust anything this provides? Observation is provided by the senses, which cannot be calibrated or objectively verified to be working as presumed. Physical senses are the least reliable or trustworthy source of information. Atheists claim humans are nothing but a biological accident made of chemicals and formed by chance events. Nothing guided our formation and nothing made our existence necessary. What is more, since reality is objective and physical, moral law cannot be absolute. Why would anyone listen to anyone making value claims when values cannot exist in the physical world? On what basis do atheists reject God claims? Do atheists have any basis for rejecting anything? when everything they claim to be true is based on a version of truth that is contingent and relativistic? Atheists possess neither a moral absolute nor a verifiable truth, that is, a truth not based on circular reasoning. Atheists want us to believe in a reality composed of moral relativity and cultural relativity. They claim truth is contingent, relative, and probabilistic. 
which serves to deny the possibility of real truth. If atheists do not possess absolute truth, on what basis can they claim absolute certainty about anything, including the validity of natural science and the relative nature of truth? How do they know what is asserted to be contingent and subject to change, if truth is contingent and subject to change? How do we trust what is only said to be probable and not certain? The claim itself is only probable and contingent, and then only because this is all that their methodologies can come up with. Atheists have a right to prefer not to believe in God, but they have no basis for rejecting the acceptance of others. In fact, they have no right to impose any position on anybody about anything. They have no moral or intellectual basis for their dogmatic rejection of the claims of others. Atheists cannot prove anything, and by the laws of synthetic truth, they specifically deny, in an absolute sense, the possibility of absolute knowledge or absolute truth. How does one deny the possibility of absolute truth and then claim they know something to be untrue? By the terms of one's own position, nothing can be asserted dogmatically, including the claim, all truth is relative and contingent. If all truth is contingent and relative, then one has to leave open the door to absolute truth. If absolute truth is possible, then not all truth is contingent. If we are to accept atheist claims reality is natural and can be known empirically, then synthetic truth is a path to knowledge. But this can be so only if truth is analytical, because such statements cannot be proven using the empirical method. It's an analytical truth. In short, nothing an atheist say makes sense. We are not denying Atheists only reject all God claims. They say they do. However, this position has only two possibilities. Either atheists reject the possibility of existence, or atheists claim something can exist independently of God. Atheist rejection of God claims assumes existence is possible even if God does not exist. Thus, prima facie, atheist rejection of God consists of an assumption that existence is not dependent on the existence of God. This is logically irrefutable. If the claim is made by a Christian that the existence of a sunrise proves God's existence, the denial that a sunrise is a proof of God cannot be made on the basis that sunrises do not exist. That is, the atheist cannot just claim sunrises are unreal because they've already predicated their position on existence being independent of God. The foundation of the atheist claim that no evidence exists for God is predicated on there being better explanations or explanations that do not require the assumption of God's existence. In the language of the atheist, the God hypothesis is superfluous. The question can then be justly put forward as to how do sunrises exist if God does not exist. It's not a logical response to just deny their existence. A sunrise can be explained on the basis of Earth's rotation and the dispersion of solar radiation through impurities in the atmosphere, or can it? Are physical factors able to explain mental phenomenon? Scientists explain that light is dispersed by atmospheric impurities, but that is not explaining a sunrise. 
We are not saying physical phenomenon prove the existence of God. The naturalist event is not the psychological event or perception. It is akin to explaining love as a physiological reaction. There will be physiological correlates to a sense of love, but this does not explain love. There is a qualitative disjunction. There is a correlation between the date on the calendar and the passing of time, but there is no physical causality. We cannot claim a date does not exist because we have seen the sun rise and set. We cannot say love does not exist because we see physiological phenomenon occurring. To say light waves are dispersed in a medium that provides resistance to the passage of photons is an observation that anyone could assume based on the properties of light passing through impurities in the air. Knowing this tells us nothing about sunrises. The naturalist explanation says nothing about the thing we are observing. We would not know there is a sunrise without the observation of the sunrise. That is, natural science cannot tell us sunrises exist, but they cannot tell us sunrises do not exist either. What we observe is a sunrise. What we have associated with our observation is the behavior of photons. There is a correlation, but this is not the same as an explanation. According to atheists, the universe operates according to law. But they do not empirically demonstrate laws must exist, nor that law must create a predictable universe. The law of gravity states a rate at which two bodies will converge based on their combined mass. It does not tell us why mass or gravity must exist, or why the law governing them would exist. When scientists talk about the diffraction of light, they are talking about predictable behavior. This does not explain, it merely reports what has been observed. Science is the art of careful observation. Science cannot explain what these observations means. It can report the steps the universe took as it came to be, but not all events create an impression, nor do all events leave a clear trail to follow. Instead of recording observations as they happen, Natural scientists attempt to explain why they observe what they see, and on the basis of this, justify much that is simply speculation. No one observes descent from a common ancestor. We see evolution, which no one denies. But evolution does not justify speculation regarding a common ancestor. Still less does it justify assuming origins. Science must restrict itself to what it can observe and carefully and in great detail report what was observed, but it must do nothing more. Laws mean regularity exists and we can predict events. This allows science to exist because science is inductive. The methods of science is a gathering of information based on observations and the making of deductions. When science shifts to deduction from observation, it moves into the realm of philosophy and religion. Deduction brings in faith, because we are guided by faith, not by observation. Observation does not tell us anything. The fact that a regularity in the firmament was observed means nothing in an objective sense. 
the atheist who thinks observing the sun rise means the sun will continue to rise and therefore experiments can be guided by the assumption the sun will always rise has moved beyond the realm of science and into spirituality and divination deduction seeks to divine the meaning of things and the mind of the gods from observation there is no deductive linkage from observation to prediction what is a law but an exercise in logic the law of gravity is a statement about if a then b there is no physical correlate to logic logic is pure information logic does not require observation nor is logic based on observation logic is based on definitions the observation the sun comes up every morning does not produce a physical situation in which the sun must come up tomorrow that is logic it is information law pushes our inquiry into the spiritual realm without god law makes no sense there is no natural or physical explanation for law logic requires a being with intent and purpose science observes regularities in the universe but formulating a law points observer towards a creator of law and towards a giver of law law is information and there are no physical correlates of information in the physical and observable world information cannot be observed it is totally symbolic most of what atheists accept as existentially valid is spiritual not physical love and all our emotions trust friendship community and so on are all symbolic and spiritual when we talk about community our observation tells us there is a group of persons living juxtaposed to each other but this is not a community this is simply a group of people living in proximity to one another what is observable about community is not what is community what is community is not observable it is logical or spiritual seculars fail to maintain the distinction between these two areas we cannot see marriage we cannot see love or commitment we can observe a war but we cannot see nationalism or duty what is humanity without these things indeed atheists see sapiens a creature with physical features but where is mankind where is humanity where is the human being this is a huge problem for atheists seculars cannot define a human being because they cannot see anything that defines a human at one time scientists attempted to define humans as a bipedal organism as if a cripple was no longer human such is the perversity of natural science it is reasonable to define animals and plants according to their physical features this fails with humans we cannot observe a human being humanity is not visible we see the physical manifestations of humans but these are not what a human is sometimes we will see a person acting in an outrageous manner afterwards he or she may apologize and claim that was not the real her or he the physical organism did not change but the nature of the being we observe changed this is only possible with human beings a dog is always a dog and a car always a car by this we mean they are predictable based on their observable identity we know what to expect as soon as we identify what they are 
A house is defined by specific physical features, and as soon as we have identified what we see as a house, we are pretty confident about what we will find, despite what a house is, ranging in quality from a hovel to a castle. Dogs can be big or small, long or short-haired, and so on, but they are dogs, and we know what to expect from a dog. We can be certain they will not invite us to tea. Predictability and humans do not work well together. The more predictable we are, the less human we seem to be. What other creature looks at its sex organs and decides these are not significant? Was that predictable? If science cannot inductively declare what humans are without destroying what it means to be human, then it is time to reappraise what we think reality is. All persons have two legs and a large cranial capacity, but none of this matters in terms of mankind's nature. What man is can only be defined by spiritual factors. If there is no God, we have no obligation regarding the natural world. People may argue it makes sense to protect the earth, but there is no logical basis for being concerned. Nature does not care if mankind lives or dies. There is no special virtue in our existence. Science has no preferences, neither does nature. The world subscribes no higher value to one outcome over another. Yet mankind must establish values and preferences. Secularists must create governments to rule him. Secular governments have no legitimacy but the people and raw power. The doctrine of might makes right. In other words, this is encapsulated in democracy, which identifies moral authority with numerical majorities. The majority creates a government, and the government imposes its will upon the people in the name of the people. The government rules the people by the authority of the people, that is, the ones it rules. This is logically and morally perverse but it is the only option open to atheists. Atheists create constitutions because they reject the power of the word of God and must legitimize the power of government by some fictitious method. Constitutions are just opinions and preferences glorified in an attempt to replicate the glory and majesty of God. Once God is denied, atheists are left with a worldview that cannot be defended logically. This is why they say atheism is just a rejection of God claims.